Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Perhaps being born in 1994, a mere three years before the Backstreet Boys' first (laughs) album came out, would prevent her from being quite as excited for that moment. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Hello, hello, and welcome to our show where we talk about our favorite new reality TV program, Corinne's Glamorous Life. And also some other bitches who are totally trying to ruin her life by rubbing their butts on her boyfriend, Nick. And also those um, ladies, four to five of whose names we've totally learned by this week. It's episode three. We're really getting somewhere. And to discuss where we're getting, we tried to get Corinne's nanny Raquel to join us, but she's still extremely busy washing all the spoons Corinne used during taping this season. Fortunately, we're joined by someone even better, Jada Yuan of New York Mag and Vulture. Thanks for joining us. Guys, I'm so excited. You really joined on a, on a good episode. There's a lot to talk about. I really wish we had like some cucumber slices and some cheese pasta. But only if someone else had spent the last two hours carefully preparing and um, dicing those cucumbers. Yeah, that's the thing is I don't have someone to, to keep my life together. So my bed is unmade. I have no cucumber slices. I can't make I cheese never pasta to save my life. Never do laundry. Who never does, wash Who does spoons? your laundry? My, I just my buy more clothes. just literally piles of unwashed spoons waiting <laughs> for a nanny. <laughs> it's terrible. But, you know, the, the thing is you can always buy more spoons. Right. You can always buy more clothes. You can't make your own lemon salad, though. I don't even know what lemon salad is. And also, that's the main problem. Also, is cheese pasta just like mac and cheese? Or does she mean like a fettuccine Alfredo? Situation. That's sort of like a creamy pasta. So I she just, means mac and cheese. She does, it's, I think, mean mac and cheese. I just don't think it's you like can really... planned dancing is choreography. She's got her own her own little language. Her, she's she's in her own little special world. I think it's useless to sort of try to figure <laughs> out what's going on in Corinne's mind. <laughs> well, Corinne is just making Corinne great again. She went full Trump last night. Yeah, she really special. It was very special. (laughs) Um, And before we really go in on on Corinne, we have a little technical note today. Our mixing board is taking a sick day. So um, our producer, Nick, had to route our mics through a field recorder 
Um, this means the audio quality might be a little below par today, although, you know, if you're like me, you probably won't notice. So please let us know how we sound in an iTunes review. Actually, maybe don't. Yeah, but please still leave us an iTunes review if it's, you know, a five-star one. Yeah, thank you. All right. So we dive right into this episode. We had a cliffhanger. Nick just told all the girls at the pre-rose ceremony cocktail party that he slept with Liz. I was so happy that we could just dispense with this storyline really quickly. They did a lot of groundwork, though. Like, the intro, like, last week package was there was footage of Liz and Nick at Jane Tanner's wedding. There was a lot of footage of Liz and Nick at Jane Tanner's wedding, actually. Jane Tanner's wedding has really been a supporting character on this season. Yeah, well, and, mm-hmm. and they're just setting her up to be on Bachelor in Paradise. So that's... I hope so. That's all we need. That's where Jade found love. So I think that's I what Liz Bachelor really in Paradise might have a higher success rate than The Bachelor, honestly. <laughs> it, it does. Yeah. At this point. yeah. I think they've only had three shows, right? So... <laughs> right, and they've had what, one, several One current engagement, yeah, and... One marriage that failed and one marriage that, <laughs> that has succeeded. Yeah. yeah. Did Marcus and Lacey that. ever really get married? No. 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 But they, they <laughs> pretended to. They got yeah. married. That counts for something in this world. Um, yeah. So we get a lot of Liz up front and then abruptly no Liz at all because it turns out that all the women are just excited to have an opportunity to tell Nick that they really appreciate how he handled the Liz situation. <laughs> I was just waiting until that could be over, and so we would stop having to hear Liz referred to as a situation. That situation was really <laughs> I hope that's quite. A feminism <laughs> it wasn't quite a situation at all, as it turns out. There wasn't really a situation about that situation. No, in the and end. as long as the situation, you're okay with the situation about the situation, then there's no situation at all. Exactly, but there is a little situation, which is that Corinne decides <laughs> to really blow Nick's mind. Um, which With is kind of funny. Whipped cream because Nick is known for sleeping with beautiful women on reality TV. So she's like, "I know. I'm gonna really. He's not gonna know what hit him. I'm gonna try to sleep with him. He's gonna know exactly what hit him. That's exactly <laughs> what he's used to." But she was. I mean, she was really trying to one up Liz. She was trying to one up like everyone who had ever slept with him before. Yeah. Right. She's, She's like, like, but have they ever reverse baby birded whipped cream ugh. and also put whipped cream on the upper part of their breast? And I love how she decided that the best way to start that off was just to stand almost naked in front of a mirror and look like really focused. <laughs> We're putting on a trench coat. Up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that she wore the really classic I'm naked under this trench coat because she clearly wanted to signal to him I'm naked. I'm naked under this. Like there was no subtlety. There was no there was going to be no surprise reveal. It was the signaling up front. This is what we're doing. We're doing the I'm naked under this thing. I don't think she was actually naked under it, though, because they used the the black box, but we know they've lied with that in the past. (laughs) I think that she was standing in front of the mirror, and underneath she was wearing, like, a sensible, like, bikini. bikini. (laughs) And and also, why did she have a trench coat in Los Angeles at that time? I mean, I guess it gets a little cold. I think the producers—it also wasn't her size. (laughs) It was too big for her. 
It was a prop. It was a prop trench coat. They yeah. were like, one of these days, one of the girls is going to want to go knock on next door in the middle of the night. <laughs> and we're going to have a big trench coat for her and some whipped cream. And a large pillow for them to recline upon. So they set up a, like a pillow bed for Corinne. So odd. Like on the Near driveway. Near the house. On the driveway. Well, because, we, I mean, everyone's sleeping 11 to a room in the house. Like, so where, therefore, you have to have sex <laughs> and in the middle that, of yeah. the driveway fully on camera. While a party lit. is going on. While the party's going on. And Nick lives somewhere else because he's always <laughs> arriving from somewhere else, right? So yeah, where do you, where do you go? Yeah. Um, but it the, that just makes, like... The whole concept is tactically flawed because maybe you just shouldn't try to seduce him at all. If at you, this moment. If you can't do it with some degree of privacy. Correct. Which Nick seems to, you know, he, he gets into it a little bit. Like, he finds Corinne attractive. And then he's like, what are, no. It's just this such a weird, to, we need like, to she shut it squirts down. the whipped cream on her boob, which is... Like, he looked so uncomfortable. And he's like, what? <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess I'll... And then he, like, licks it off her... It's like, it's just not a sexy setup if you're no convincing the guy to now. awkwardly... No <laughs> one made him, but it's not sexy to have to awkwardly get a guy to be like, oh, okay, I guess. I guess I'll lick something off of your breast. Oh, come on. He loves it. He's I'm so sure... self-aware. He's like, oh, oh, Listen. this is, like, going to make the show. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna do this. I'm Thank you, Corinne. I'm not saying he hated licking her boob. <laughs> I'm saying that as the woman in that scenario, I would not feel so super hot. Well, and that is why she ended up crying and then passing out after. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, that was not Corinne like... has been very drunk every night we've seen her on the show. She does like to... But she's young. She's oh, like 24. She bounces back in a way that like I'd have <laughs> a seven-day hangover. She has some self-esteem point. issues, you know. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, she's A, excellent television, and B, like, a lot of the things that she says off the cuff make me genuinely very sad. Yeah. I mean, the the main thing is that she seems to think that this is how she can win Nick over. And how she can gain something more substantial. That, like, she needs to blow his mind in this way, and that will create intimacy. And, it, and that's what's upsetting. It's yeah. not the fact that she's trying to seduce him, like— more power to you. Do do whatever you want to do. But it doesn't seem like she's actually even enjoying half of it. Well, and have they had a conversation? Or do they just right. start I mean, I making out and doing whipped licking. cream? And then he <laughs> and sort of tries. He's like, we can't really, like, just lick whipped cream off each other here because it's like I'm— I don't want to upset the other girls. And I mean, maybe we should maybe we should just, like, chill and, like, talk. And then she goes back to her room, bursts into tears— and says the conversation did not go how I wanted it to, presumably because he tried to have a conversation with her instead of, like, licking whipped cream off of her for the entire time. Like, she kind of equates having a conversation with maybe just being friends or he's not that into her. Because he won't have sex with her in the middle of the driveway around a lot of other people. Right. Well, and did you notice that the producers 
I, I'm pretty sure it was the producers kept sending Jasmine to sort of walk by, right. and, yeah. and, and and Nick was the one who was like, "Jasmine, hey, yeah, <laughs> why don't we why don't we talk?" Yeah, oh, <laughs> so and that that might have been Jasmine, the rejection. Who is, I think, about maybe five, four or five years older than Corinne, just has no yeah patience for for her. And everyone knew what was going on with Corinne too, because um, they saw the whipped cream being whipped out. Right. They and they're all there's this they cut to all the girls discussing like she she was wearing her dress, but then I saw her in a flowy coat. <laughs> I saw whipped, whipped cream. cream. <laughs> what was it for? What would they need whipped cream for? Gosh, the I women, it's funny the women seem to generally get along with each other, even with Corinne. They all seem fairly friendly, which is nice. Yeah. There there's definitely a level of maturity that is mostly consistent. Like, even when they're saying, I wish I got on the date or whatever, they'll say, she's really nice. Um, I really like her, but it sucks that I didn't get the date. Yeah. Like, they go out of their way to try not to cause friction for the most part. Well, they're definitely setting up Taylor and Corinne to be rivals. Yeah, which is, and Taylor has tried really hard so far to not, I really like Taylor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She is wise beyond her years. Yeah, but she her those years are few. Those years <laughs> are few. She's 23. Yeah. But compare her 23 to like the twins 23. Yeah. yeah. Or, or Corinne's 24. Or Corinne's 24. <laughs> right. There is a gap. There is a gap there. Um okay, so Oh yeah, yeah. Corinne falls asleep. Before the rose ceremony, Misses I just want to point out, I just re-binged on Burning Love and so many things. If you haven't watched this uh, amazing parody series. It's so good. It's so good. Um, really nails a lot of the Bachelor conventions. But this is such a spot-on parody um, point that is now manifesting in real life that I'd never seen in The Bachelor before, actually. Haley, a character in Burning Love, gets drunk and misses a rose ceremony oh, yeah. because she's passed out. I had never seen that before in the actual Bachelor. Finally happens. Corinne and now passes out, misses the rose ceremony. That one thing, they've started just cutting in clips of her sleeping with some obviously, as we discussed on Twitter last night, dubbed snoring over yeah. it just into every scene. So it looks like she's just passing out constantly now. Yeah, and I... I relate to that. I love sleeping. You know, she she appreciates naps. And I appreciate is... naps. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good quality. And someone, <laughs> she was secure. She already had the rose. Like, why does she need to show up? Right. She's you like, know. why do I need to stand up on this, like, weird little set of stairs for three hours while they drag out this thing? I already know I got the rose. Um, I did think it <laughs> I was funny that, about her. that Nick was like, I hope it doesn't come back to bite her that she did this. I mean, I don't want that to happen, but it could. And I was like, Nick, you are in total control of whether this comes back to bite her. <laughs> like, no one else is going to decide whether she leaves or not. But um, gosh, I wonder. Um, he's very concerned. He's very attuned to what the other girls in the house are thinking. He's literally in the back with the producers writing out these storylines. One hundred percent. And he's on. not great at hiding it. <laughs> no. Not at all. Okay, so at the rose ceremony, three blondes are eliminated. Haley, further the Canadian. proof. Nick has a that no blonde will win this season. <laughs> no, uh, Lacey. Haley, the Canadian, and Elizabeth, who I was, I'm shocked even made it 
to episode three. I missed her departure completely. I mean, like I didn't even notice it until I was listening. I don't think she said anything. I missed her arrival. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Haley's the one who doesn't know how to wear underwear. And she's the one who was like, Nick, I miss you so much. And all I could think was, you've spent maybe two hours with him collectively. You don't miss him. And she started sobbing immediately. Like, you you can tell sometimes they keep them outside and they make them do the confessional until they crack. You see her immediately sobbing in the um, during the rose ceremony with the girls at, before she says goodbye to Nick. So she's pretty crushed. Lacey seemed fine. Yep. She's... <laughs> Pretty smiley as she departs. Yeah. I think she's okay. Um, so moving on to the group date. The best group date potentially in Bachelor history for any for anyone who was, was of age in the 90s. <laughs> uh, Danielle L., Kristen, Christina, Whitney, Taylor, Jasmine G., and Corinne. A pretty solid group, yeah. I'll say. Um, and the Backstreet Boys show up. Like, Chris Harrison <laughs> came in first and made a point of saying... This week's dates, we've really gone all out. And he wasn't as exaggerating. Oh, the yeah. dates were actually pretty I loved that they brought stellar. the Backstreet Boys to the house because if you had a group date with the Backstreet Boys and all the girls didn't get to meet them, that would have been such a bummer. I thought that was really sweet that I they know, did that. It was really cute. And also, all of the girls just immediately freaked out and like, I, yeah, that you know, my 12-year-old self would have come out in that moment and yeah. screamed. And, and can I just give Chris Harrison props for saying, Corinne, you look well-rested? Yes, <laughs> I loved that. Like, and then Nick, later on, he was like, hey, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is always getting those, like, little, like... Sweet digs in. Sweet digs, it's, yeah. It's amazing like to have a bachelor at, with a brain. Yeah. I know. It really is a change. He He has a new vocabulary than we've really experienced on this show. Yeah. And he's very aware that people will be, like Vanessa points out later, watching him closely. Yes. Um, This is not his first rodeo. So they head off to this date, um, and Corinne points out that she is more excited to see Nick than the Backstreet Boys. Which is an immediate red flag. Um, I tweeted last night. I was like, what kind of monster is more, would be more excited. I mean, for one thing, and Nick, see, wrote you back. And Nick responded to me because I was like, <laughs> what kind of monster would be more excited to see the Backstreet Boys than Nick? Sorry, Nick. And he said, no apologies necessary. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, even Nick knows. I mean, like, well, here's the thing. It's the Backstreet Boys. If she wants to marry Nick, she would be seeing him every day. Right. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity <laughs> to see the Backstreet Boys. Like, even if she's only going to see Nick for another two weeks, that's still more than she's going to see the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. So I think you'd be more excited to see the Backstreet Boys. Obviously. So Although, as some, lying. People, as some people yeah. pointed out on Twitter to me, um, perhaps being born in 1994, Amir— Three years before the Backstreet Boys' first <laughs> album came out, no. it would prevent her from being quite as excited for that moment. Maybe. Yeah, if it was Bieber, maybe she'd be more into <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> um, One Direction. But they broke up. All, well, they haven't yeah. re- reunited yet. Um, it's going to happen, I believe. Um, 
So Corinne is like very pointedly jumping into Nick's arms when they all show up. She's like, I'm the one who's excited to see you. But it's all downhill from there because it turns out she's not a good dancer and she has a bad short term memory. So she she can't really do planned dancing. (laughs) You know, like when dancing is planned ahead of time and then you you remember all the planned moves and then you do them. I think there's a word for that. Yeah, it's Uh, planned dancing. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um. Otherwise known, you know, in some professional dancing circles as choreography. No, I don't know if you've I ever don't. heard that term. Yeah, it's like, it's pretty advanced. So. I don't think that's... I have a strong <laughs> feeling that Corinne can't do unplanned dancing either. No. Well, <laughs> then neither can Nick. I'm yeah. sorry. No. But I appreciated, you know, the energy he put into it. This was a really fun date. Like, even if you're a bad dancer... That's awesome. That's there were the two good dancers. Only two of the girls were good dancers. Most of the girls were not great dancers. I relate to that. I'm a terrible dancer. They just brought energy. They were enthusiastic. They were smiley. That's all you had to do. Just don't pout in a corner and say, I don't feel, I'm sorry, direct quote, I don't feel pretty. I don't feel cute, confident, bubbly, fun because I'm not the center of attention. And so, and then leave That's to cry in a bathroom. for life. That is that that, is that 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 was one of the quotes that made me feel sad. Me too. For me too. Yeah. Um, but she needs affirmation constantly. Con- she needs to be the best or else at everything. She does not feel worth anything, and that's yeah. And she needs to partly feel to do with her age. And feminine it's to be sad. Yeah. Um, I hope that you know perhaps she um, can build up some you know inner confidence. Maybe over by the next running years. a multi-million dollar company. <laughs> Yeah. A flooring company, actually. Um, Which she does not, in fact, yeah. run. But, yeah. yes. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, take some example from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader who didn't even win the best dancer. I know. She was fine. She and was usually fine. that's the conflict is that it's the person who comes in who is the expert at the activity and doesn't win gets really insecure and upset. And that wasn't even the conflict. She was very chill about it and handled herself very maturely. Also, the... Yeah. What you won in this instance was, like, a two-minute slow dance with Nick in front of thousands of people on a stage. That was the worst prize I've Yeah, I was like, this is not even that good of a prize. Like, it's actually kind of a nightmare. My skin turned itself inside out watching that. was pretty chill about it. She's like, well, I really just, like, avoided that. Yeah, and you you could see the wheels in Nick's head turning, being like, okay, so this is where I kissed Danielle, right? And then everybody screams. Yeah. And it'll be really exciting. I like like Danielle. He likes Danielle. I do think he likes Danielle. Yeah. Well, because she's gorgeous. She's she's perfect. Stunning. She does, I think, look like Andy Dorfman. A lot, mm. and she's part. She's hair. half Chinese. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I think she's the only Asian woman on the season. Mm-hmm. And she owns three nail salons. She's and a, yeah, a small business owner. Later she's, at the evening portion of the I date, like her. he definitely smacks her butt. And can, I just want to point smacks that out. Smacks it, grabs it, does lots of stuff. With it. <laughs> just really holds on to it. So. Um, that's something that happens. Uh, and we thought he only would do that with Corinne. So <laughs> relationships are developing. I think you can tell when Nick really likes a woman when he starts grabbing her ass. That's really a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets a little handsy. A little handsy. A little handsy. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and then comes the evening portion of the date and the greatest moment, perhaps, uh, of the episode in which oh my God. <laughs> Corinne reveals to the other women that she still has a full-time nanny for herself. The progression of this, by the way, <laughs> we can't st- – I wrote down the whole thing because it's so amazing. Okay. First, Corinne pulls Nick aside immediately. Then, after their conversation, she stays in the other room and falls asleep. While she's asleep – her nipple falls out of her dress. So when she comes back into the main room, she tells the girls, oh, I just fell asleep and my nipple fell out. I guess I just want like a, a boob job, but just a, a little one. one. Just a and another one. girl says, yeah, me too, but only after I have kids. And Corinne says, oh, my gosh, kids, I, I'm not ready for that. I need to get Raquel ready for those because I, I couldn't deal with it. And the girls are like, do you have kids? And she says, kids, no, I'm a kid. <laughs> And they're like, wait, so why, who's, what? And she says, oh, Raquel's my nanny. She's for me. And then she's just digging herself a hole. Like, their faces just drop, especially Jasmine's. They're all incredulous. And she's, like, trying to explain. She's like, no, no, no. Like, she just makes my bed and does my laundry oh my and, and my cucumber. me and slices all my cucumbers yeah. and makes my cheese pasta because I can't make cheese pasta. And it's just like... Everyone's just getting more and more horrified. She makes my cucumber vegetable slices for lunch. She makes my bed every morning. They ask, do you wash your clothes? And she says, no, but Raquel just does it. It makes her happy. And I'm not going to stop a woman's happiness. Yes. I Poor Raquel. Someone needs to get her an... Where, out of there. Where would she Raquel, come? do you need help? Yeah. <laughs> but Raquel Send just wants... email, Raquel. Raquel just wants to wash a little blonde right, 24 year old's sure laundry. It's not the fact that she gets paid and that is, in fact, her job. Maybe she doesn't get paid. Which Raquel, would... do you need help? <laughs> Raquel, seriously. <laughs> Send us tweets, Raquel. <laughs> Our email is here to make friends at HuffingtonPost.com. Um, so. This, this is like a, a crisis point because all the girls on this date just realize that Corinne is not only really unpleasant, she is dysfunctional. And perhaps she should learn to wash her own clothes and make her own lunch if she would like to get engaged at this moment in time. Wash a spoon. Yeah. Wash, wa- learn literally to wash, a spoon. wash a spoon. How can you not know <laughs> how, how to yeah, wash a spoon? Yeah, what's the confusion there? Is it like the back is rounded and I don't under like I'm, I mean I that, is, that is difficult yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah sometimes you need to use a sponge to wipe it I mean I will say this I knew a lot of guys in college who did not know how to do any of these tasks for themselves not as many women well those men should be shamed they as should well. for sure <laughs> they should it's embarrassing. This and is that's not gender based. That's why all Learn of the, all the college washing spoon. machines, <laughs> like when I got to college, all the washing machines, instead of having settings for like cold water and hot water, had like colored cycle and really? whites because they didn't think that the kids would be able to like do their own laundry. And I was like, this is the standard apparently that, that we're at that. None of my classmates know how to do their well, laundry. Well, that's why you moved to New York, so that you live in a building that has no washer and dryer, so you are forced to just pay someone else to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, the thing I love most about not being able to afford to live in a nicer building yeah. is that someone else does my laundry. 
Yeah. And you pay them. And I pay them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the money that you would it's, spend on yeah. a nicer apartment. It's cheaper than, than <laughs> doing is. your own laundry. It's one of those weird things about New York. <laughs> um, I pay more money to live in a building where I can do my own laundry. Um, and at this point, Jasmine is very upset <laughs> because she's realizing that Corinne has been getting all this quote-unquote validation, not quote Jasmine, but just bachelor quote. Um, she's been getting all this attention from Nick, and uh, Corinne is basically um, a character from Toddlers and Tiaras. <laughs> and she says if Corinne gets a rose uh, on this group date, she will actually slap Nick in the face. I appreciate that all of the women are frustrated with Corinne, but they're actually frustrated with Nick. So yeah. they're not really shaming Corinne. They're more like, really? This is what this 36-year-old man wants? You're I thought this was about yeah. finding a life partner. Yeah, they're do they're really doing a pretty good job focusing on like what does he want? Um what are his actions and not on this girl who might be gone soon. Yeah, and what and what Corinne says about whether or not they want to date him. Yeah. Right. Which is often something that's really lacking on The Bachelor. Um, okay, so <coughs> um, Danielle gets the group date rose, mm-hmm. which makes Woo-hoo. complete sense. Yay, Danielle. I like She's her. She's super cute. Uh, and then we move on to the one-on-one. And we finally— Oh, I'm sorry. One more thing about Danielle. Corinne says oh. a really another really Trumpy thing. She says, Danielle's a beautiful girl, but I don't see anything more than that in her. Unfortunately, which is just such like a tweety, like sad. Be- yeah, it's like sad. <laughs> it's sad, but like she's just like nothing there. Sad. I was like, wow, it's just textbook. We're going to take a quick break, but stick around. When we get back, we'll have more with Jada. Stay with us and also, you know, leave us an iTunes review. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about 
is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender. I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather 
front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Before we get back to the show, have you had a chance to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes? If not, now is the perfect time to subscribe and give us a rating. Every time we get a new subscription or review, our show climbs the iTunes chart, which helps other people discover our show. Okay, now back to the show. So we get to the one-on-one. And Nick and Vanessa are going to do um, a zero gravity sort of flight, which is thing, a pretty simulator. cool date. It's like an astronaut simulation. Yeah, so they. It is pretty cool. It's it's very cool. It's a very cool concept, and not the kind of thing that a normal person would ever get to experience. Yeah, so I appreciated that. Yeah. It's way cooler than a Ferris wheel that he took Danielle M on the, the yes. last one on one. Oh, I didn't even notice like the Ferris wheel. You have to wheel. scale down a building, and it's really terrifying. Like, at least <laughs> this is, you're in a contained space, and you're having an experience. In a contained space where that, you then, is very, that is very high in the air, and it's plummeting straight toward the ground. And yeah, that's why I don't know. I still think this, to me, is, like, less horrifying than being forced to, like, skydive. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I really, I get extremely motion sick. So I felt so much sympathy, nausea. I so think I'm I. still I didn't, a little I didn't motion think sick. of that at the beginning. I was just like, oh, this is so cool. And then when I saw that Vanessa got really queasy, I thought about it a little more and thought, like, I might have the same reaction. Yeah. But um, 
that was the cutest part. Like, at first, they're kind of floating around and kissing in midair, and it's like a little um, indie rom-com set in a space station. And I thought she was really cute about it, like, jumping around like a kid. Yeah. They had a lot of fun together. This whole date made me happy. I felt like Nick actually really, really liked her. I mean, he was very into her even when she was vomiting directly next to him. So I, like, (laughs) squealed, and I called my fiancé in from the other room because he was, like, massaging her foot while while she threw up. And then she she was like, oh, I'm, like, sorry. I'm sorry. It's gross or something. And he kind of snuggled up closer to her leg, and he was like, I don't mind. And I was like, Greg, that is— totally how you something you would have done when we first started dating and like that it it just seemed like such a familiar behavior to me because and we definitely had one of those early dates where I you know overindulged or something and I threw up and he like held my hair and wiped my mouth and um and I was like wow he really likes me because this is disgusting um and you can tell when they're still, like, looking at you in that way where they're happy to be close to you when you're vomiting. And I could see that, like, little, like, giddy look in Nick's eye where he was like, oh, she's vomiting and I get to take care of her. Like, he was happy to be that guy for her. And that made me really happy. That's such a sweet story, Claire. Um <laughs> See, Greg is always, like, saying that I make him sound bad on the podcast. So here's a nice story. Um, but, yeah, like, I usually think most of the time I've thought that Nick hasn't seen that into anyone. But he seems, he's like, very, so— Oh, my God. He's so, so into, her. into her. I mean, she's been my pick for winner from the beginning. But now I'm really convinced. Yeah. She also was really is an sweet. actual adult. And she handles things in a really— mature way but she also has a lot of fun and she's beautiful she's stunning beautiful. like she's a like even <laughs> even when she was yeah even when she was puking she just looked like terrific her i know hair was awesome. her, her hair was like kayla levels yeah of magic yeah there's some great hair on this season <laughs> yeah um <laughs> well and danielle doesn't danielle also do hair in addition to doing manicuring stuff so she's well really it makes got, sense because yeah. danielle has sense. fantastic hair she does well. um and then the evening portion of the date is also really he, sweet. Nick cries. He cries. Well, and she asked him the question. She was like, so why are you doing this again? And But, like, not in a judgy way, but just sort of like, yeah. tell me what's up, man. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on in that head of yours? <laughs> um, and he, you know, I think that he seemed a bit thrown by that to me like he didn't expect to have to answer such a direct question on that front I don't know it was refreshing yeah Yeah. well and I mean and she also basically told him exactly where she was at when she came she was like my grandfather died three weeks ago and I was in a limo and you know I didn't really want to come and my family was like do this for yourself and and it's like step up Nick be like Worth her coming after that. Yeah. I just, yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? I I feel like he was crying because he was like, I just, you know, I went on this sort of for fame or whatever. I didn't think I'd meet someone as awesome as you. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like it's very overwhelming overwhelming and exhausting to 
be the lead in a show like this because you're like sort of hosting and you're managing everyone's expectations and you have to like cue in like you have a lot of roles you have to, to kind do of whipped move. cream things yeah you have to like rest <laughs> I mean it's very exhausting but I feel like he was like relieved in a way that he actually liked someone I think he yeah. really likes her <laughs> yeah I do think there is an element of like he has in the past gone on these shows and just really keyed in on someone and I don't know if he's very good at juggling people um and he has instead just been sort of somewhat disinterested in everyone or uninterested yes yeah, and of so he had a, a little bit of a breakthrough moment of emotional connection instead of just it was like nice physical. to see it was really yeah yeah it it I've been pretty cynical this season, even though I love Nick and I've been very supportive and I hope he finds love. And I, I got a little I got a little verklempt. Me too. This yeah. made me feel much better about where this season is going. And like, yeah, I hope, you know, I've been a fan of Nick for a while. I hope he genuinely meets someone that he wants to date. Yeah, and I think, I think he, was, he was really sincere in that moment. And that's, I think, what we're all responding to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they had a real adult conversation that was, <clears throat> seemed very heartfelt. Uh, and then she almost forgets about the rose. But then she gets the rose. <laughs> well, yeah. He was like, it's good if you forget about the rose. And I was like, yeah, because it means that you're clearly going to give it to her. Like, why would she be thinking about right. it? Cause... Um, okay, so then we have another group date. Yes. Rachel, Alexis, Astrid, Jamie, Sarah, Brittany, and Dominique. And it's the sports date, which is like my other nightmare besides being making out with someone yeah. while being serenaded on a stage in front of thousands. I've always thought, though, maybe it's the same for the making out on the stage while being serenaded thing. But if I were on The Bachelor, I'd probably have to be in like 10 times better shape to get cast. <laughs> so maybe so I'd be yeah. okay. Yeah, like I look true. at them all in their little sports getups and I'm like, wow, I would not get cast on The Bachelor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I know. You'd have to be in a bikini like all the time. All the time. And then you have to Truly compete in athletic horrifying. challenges. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like we learned something about Nick. I didn't know he was into track and field. Yeah, that was the new nugget. I'd heard that before, actually. Oh, I, that um, had not registered for me. Yeah, and I, I did like that they brought actual Olympian. Like I was like Allison Felix. Yeah, this is awesome. Carl Lewis. Yeah, what? like oh, I'd want to meet them. Yeah, that was Carter. really cool. The date setup was really lame. I'm Ugh. sorry. Ugh. The Nicathlon. Oh yeah, <laughs> just all all of the puns and like so and Carl Lewis had to deliver that news. And he you're was just like, like yeah. oh no, you're like, like Carl Lewis, you deserve so much better than this yeah. show. He should have been like, I'll do it, but only if I don't have to say Nicathlon <laughs> even once with like so much enthusiasm. They were like, do it once, and he was like, okay, but you're not going to use it, right? And they're like, no, they're like, of course not, just for funsies. Just going to play it seven times. <laughs> I was really happy to see Rachel again because we hadn't gotten much of her. She since. got some love on this date. She's I know. Quite she's an athlete. awesome. She's, yeah. I really she like has her. She's like a six pack. She's also just stunning and really like fun. And also, you could see like during the javelin throw that Nick was kind of like giving her the little uh, hug around the neck. Yeah, that like, was cute. Mm. He, he's he, he likes her. her. Um, which I think is, is interesting. I don't like a lot of people that like podcasts and um, people that I listen to 
don't really see her as a contender. I know. Which surprises me. That really surprised me. Um, I yeah, totally see her as a contender. I don't know. I really I do. saw her as a contender from the beginning. She was one of our yeah. favorites just from the bios. I mean, she's she's so Andy like already. I mean, she's mm-hmm. a, she's this high powered lawyer. Um, right. Yeah. She knows how to have fun. She's mature. She's, she's like gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Nick likes hanging out with younger women and he'll have fun with some of them. But like at the end of the day, I don't see him really attaching himself to an immature 23 or 24 year old. Well, I think I think half the time, like these twenty three and twenty four year olds are throwing themselves at it. He's like, he's like, oh god, I'm making out with a twenty three or twenty four year old. I really, I do, yeah. feel, I do feel like that's going through his head. Yeah, I feel like there is a a mixture of like enjoyment and like people are watching me do this. Extreme yeah. shame. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being seen. Um, <laughs> and uh, so. They do the um, these events. There's a long jump with a like a limo backdrop because uh, they're I jumping into the limo. Until they had it to was so dumb, ring, which was also really the dumb. high jump had like a shirtless Nick with open arms because they were jumping into his arms. I like basically blacked out. Javelin this throw was a heart. <laughs> the running thing was that Dominique um, wanted insecure. time with him and wasn't getting it. He wasn't paying attention to her. And then, and it, it made me like Rachel even more because she was the person who Dominic kept going to for advice. And she's like, girl, why don't you just get out of your head and like focus on the time you have with him? And so it was it was really selfless advice that she was giving her. She was it like, was good they're both dating the same guy. She, yeah. And yeah. she was just like, she's like, you should date him like like everyone else is trying to date him. Yeah. And it was another one of those moments, too, where later in that episode, um, and Rachel has given that advice to Dominique, and then Dominique sees Rachel and Nick making out, and Dominique is like, you know, Rachel is so great, and I'm happy for her, but it's really hard to see that because I haven't had that connection. And I was like, that's a fucking mature reaction, and they're so supportive right, of no each other. Talking. Yeah, and that's nice. it's really nice to see that. Um, so things aren't going great for Dominique. She practically stabs herself with a jav- javelin. Um, but only Rachel, Alexis, and Astrid make it to the final event, which is to compete in the most ridiculous 100-yard dash. It is a 100-yard dash that ends with grabbing a large ring diamond ring in order to sit in a jacuzzi brand hot tub. With Nick. With Nick. Who's, like, waiting for— Publicly. I want to talk the about track. the logistics of this because they're in, like— they're in running clothes. Do they get in the jacuzzi in their running clothes? Well, they did. Astrid did. That sounds really but unpleasant. Can we also just talk about the tracking shot that was done of, like, Nick's crotch and then his abs while he looked stormily off into the distance leaning against the jacuzzi? It was uh, it was a lot. <laughs> the shots of Nick waiting were... They were all over the place because there's also he one of him sort of. There's also <laughs> one of him sort of peering over the edge, looking like he was sort of like a lost little boy who'd gotten trapped in a in an above ground pool. And <laughs> then there was one of him sort of lounging in the pool. Every shot of him waiting for the girls was a completely different mood. 
It was kind of amazing. But he loves it. Oh, he does. He loves it so much. Yeah. This was definitely like the degrading date, I think, or or the degrading event. But I mean, they were like running toward him to grab a diamond (laughs) ring. But as far as degrading things on The Bachelor go, like, it's been a lot worse. Yeah. I mean, they're not like walking in their bikinis on the LA streets getting catcalled. Yeah, and and Ra- which happened in Chris's season. Oh, oh God, I, I, yeah. I do not remember that. Oh, it's oh, and then they did a tractor race in L.A. But did they also have to do like mud wrestling with pigs and bikinis in Chris's season? They, they had there to, they had to a do lot like of a farm terrible. challenge. Yeah, <laughs> Chris's was really degrading. yeah, it was bad. Yeah, but at uh, least we got to see that Rachel's a really good runner. Rachel, she's so athletic. Just, <laughs> Rachel and she, Vanessa, she did have her like, eye on the prize, though. She did not have her eye on that ring. Well, that her, was the prize was Nick. She won. She deserved that. <laughs> I know. Hot tub situation. And, and Nick, Nick, Nick was disappointed too because when Astra got in the hot tub, he was like, "To sort of sort winning. of winning." Bye, Rachel. <laughs> he was like, "I love that you came in third and you somehow managed to get <laughs> yeah. in there." Yeah, and this I really, is great. I really love Sarah because Sarah, who has not gotten much time, but is really like bubbly. And also, she's like, she she's like, friends. hats off, I would do that. <laughs> like, she's I would get in there. with Amanda Stanton. Oh. Little nugget. Oh. Yeah, I keep seeing her on Amanda's Instagram stories. Interesting. I think they were friends before. She must have oh. been part of why she went on the show. Yeah. Yeah, she's really cute. She, was the, she's she cute. was the one who ran up at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like her. So you'd think she would do better at this challenge. Mm. Disappointing. She's a runner-up, yeah. as she said. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so then okay. the evening portion, Dominique just unfortunately shoots herself in the foot by instead of just going up and following Rachel's advice and having a normal conversation, her first and last conversation with Nick is her just being like, "Look, I'm not going to bullshit you because you don't like bullshit. You're it, not it you're really not giving me though. enough." It was funny time. because they bleep out the entirety of bullshit and so she says, "You don't bleep anyone." So yeah. I'm not gonna bleep you, and you're like, and I was like, well, but you do. <laughs> depends on what that word is that you put in there, but she clearly says bullshit. Um, so yeah, she says she's not gonna bullshit him. She it doesn't was, think he's uh, giving her a chance. It was one of those cringy things where you were like, I see what you're trying to do here. You're not helping yourself. But the thing is, I mean. In a way, she is helping herself because clearly the only thing that can happen is, is that she gets home. goes home earlier. That's true. Mm-hmm. Because she wasn't going to make it past this rose ceremony. They haven't clicked. They weren't going to. They would have by now. And I actually respected the way Nick handled it. And this was one thing that I actually like about him is that he – when he doesn't feel it with someone – he will say it and he will send them home. And I think that's a good quality. And he he's very kind about it. He says, you know, you're beautiful. You're great. I just don't see, you know, if this is about engagement, I don't see our relationship getting to that point. So, you know, I think it's best for you to leave right now. And that that is the kinder thing to do in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and let then her go. She can, she can go to paradise again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, this is a much better situation than in earlier seasons. You can get your Instagram sponsorships. You can join the Bachelor family, make out with lots of other people. You can go on paradise. Like, the world is your rose Like, I'm oyster. doing yeah. you a favor. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. really... I mean, honestly, it made me sad... And this is how the show is set up. And also just when you really like someone, 
it's the mentality when she was saying, you know, it's hard to see how he naturally gravitates toward everyone else but me. And I was like, girl, that's when you need to give up because you're never going to change that. And even if you did, even if you ended up with the guy who naturally gravitates toward other women That's but not, not you, you, you don't want to be in that relationship. Oh, it's the but worst you can also to be understand in. that like gut feeling and mm-hmm. having that thought. I think right. everyone has – and she says, like, I don't want to feel this anxiety. And look, dating can be really, really anxious. And being in a crowd and feeling like you're not seen is really painful, even if it's – the best course of action is just to exit. That's a painful feeling. So I, you know, I did, I felt for her. I definitely yeah, felt and for her. And if this were like a regular situation, a, a bar situation, right. some other guy would be gravitating towards you. It's just because there's one guy in the room. And so all of your Except for all the producers. <laughs> like, why aren't they stepping in, you know, yeah. to make her feel special and beautiful? Because they're all probably really schlubby dudes in flannels. <laughs> yeah, so they would be so lucky, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and of course, Nick points out that he and Dominique had a pretty tough breakup. If he could remember her name. It's not a difficult breakup at all. It was pretty tough. (laughs) Um, But he has to go and focus on his relationships with the other women, um, like Rachel, who gets the rose. And Alexis, who brought in the, like, giant picture of Nick, and they made out on top of it was it was, a, it was amazing. I really, I really want to meet Alexis. I feel I like Alexis should be on a meet different. Daniel, the Canadian. <laughs> oh my god! Bring Daniel back. <laughs> I feel like Alexis should be on a different family of reality shows. Like I would love to like see all her. Of them. On, yeah, I would love to see her on like a Real Housewives type show. I'd love to see her on. She could just go on Burning Love. Honestly, <laughs> she definitely could. But, like, so many things this season could be on Burning Love. It's crazy. Um, and the next day, um, Chris Harrison comes to the house and says, Nick knows what he wants to do at the rose ceremony, so there will not be a cocktail party tonight. There will be a pool party. Oh, my God. It happens every season. Every <laughs> season. No, it was an original thought straight from yeah. <laughs> Well, look, here. I already know what I'm going to do. So, Chris, do me a solid. And I have this amazing idea. What if we just all went in the pool? I do believe that Nick legitimately wanted to see them all in bikinis. I do believe that as well. (laughs) It's just just something that, you know, I'm going to throw that out there. you feel in your heart. I feel in my heart. Um, as opposed to on The Bachelorette, though, there was a total generosity among the women about everyone being able to see Nick shirtless. Everyone was like, yeah, let's all see Nick shirtless. That's fine. Like, I'm cool <laughs> with it. Like, I can see him shirtless. She can see him shirtless. We can all see him shirtless. It's oh, cool. Oh, you're talking about how on The Bachelorette, sometimes guys are like, yeah. only I get to, to yeah. like, see that body. I don't want a pool party because, like, everyone will get to see her in a bikini. And guys, you mean Chad. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't bring up Chad. Um, the C word. Yeah. Yeah. Moving I on. The C word. <laughs> One of them. <laughs> so um, things get aggressive at the pool party. Um, Mostly because of Corinne. She gets a producer to blow up a a bouncy house for her. A castle. A bouncy princess (laughs) castle. So that she can uh, perform yet another intricate seduction while we cut to clips of her 
complaining about how the girls are so desperate because they try with Nick. <laughs> she doesn't try, though. She just does performs kind actions, such as humping Nick in a bouncy castle and um, bringing, you know, whipped cream around. She's just like boys kind. Want. Yeah. She's so selfless. <laughs> um, but the girls do see... Because somehow there are, there are mesh walls in a yeah. bouncy castle. Yeah, <laughs> this is the producer's also, dream. They're like, it was definitely the producer's why idea. Why don't we have drinks over there? What's happening down in that bouncy castle? They're like, where did that bouncy castle come from? With the open top that you can see. Why is that bouncy house a rockin'? Should we go a knockin'? Um, and he's like really like. For all the things that he said about wanting to not give the other girls the wrong idea, full-on, like, grinding up against Corinne in a bouncy house in the middle of a party with all the women is about the worst way that he could go about giving the right impression to the other women. Correct. And he, oh, and, but I really love he's he's like he's like I love how Corinne is so fun and playful, and it's like yeah because she is a child, she's a literal <laughs> a nanny, child, a nanny for herself, which Raven does bring up to Nick. Oh yeah, well it was amazing because there's a series of like we get shots of around five women sitting him down after the bouncy house interlude and saying yeah. we need to talk about Corinne and, and specifically your actions. Yeah. With Corinne in public settings. And Raven tells him, uh, I think you're making a mistake with Corinne. Um, she has a nanny. And Nick says, a nanny for her? He's very confused. And Raven's like, yes. Um, and she tells Nick he does it so that Corinne doesn't know how to clean a spoon. <laughs> so funny. Which is how we learn that Corinne is not cleaning her own spoons right. in the house. <laughs> which then, is disgusting. And you know, we end with Vanessa, who Nick has clearly made the best connection with. And I just really, again, loved her in this moment. She sits him down and just says, you know, what we had the other night was really special. But then I see Corinne riding you <laughs> in this bouncy castle. And you're self-aware. You knew you were going to be judged and questioned. So I wonder why you would do that, be knowing all of this. And then my favorite part is she very clearly states, I'm not judging Corinne's actions. I'm judging you, which was a really nice distinction to make. It was refreshing on a show like The Bachelor where you often see women pitted against each other. And here Vanessa is saying, look, Corinne is her own person. She can do what she's going to do. But you're saying – you're a grown man, man who says he wants to find someone to get married to. She's like, are you just looking someone to fuck around with? Because then I maybe I don't want a rose. Maybe I should exit. And we ended on that. And it was just so great. I was like, booyah. Yes, Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, it was a strong showing from Vanessa. Yeah, she, she just like strong showing that. after strong showing from that Yeah. One. Like, she's someone who I was worried would seem really great and then come in with a little bit of traditionalism or turn out to be maybe a little bit old school. And instead, she just blasted out with some feminism. Yeah, like, she's, she's, she's not great. a – I thought she would be a wallflower maybe, or but she is no, a powerhouse. No, she's assertive, but in this really – 
nice way where she's not trying to undercut other women. She's really there to challenge him on what he wants. And she's also not there to waste her time. She's like, I have a job. I have a great family. I have a great life. I'm here doing this thing. Don't waste my time. Yeah, I respected that. I thought a lot of the women came off really well in this episode. I agree. Yeah, Raven also. Yeah, yeah say, Raven is growing on me. Yeah, I think yeah. she's she's strong also. Yeah, same. Um, I'm interested to see more from her. And maybe Jamie, who, again, we Ugh. get the conversation about her, her uh, bisexuality as a weird interstitial. Which just makes me think she's not going to last that much longer because yeah. they're not really – focusing in on that storyline and it is so it could be something that could be handled with care and could be very interesting or I think just at the very least that they would exploit for drama if she was someone that went a little farther yeah so I think she's going to be sort of middling um but I like her she seems cool yeah yeah um it, it is disappointing to me that they didn't give that a little more care like they would show her being like I thought you would think I was a weird lesbian and he'd be like what? No. And then immediately cut to Dominique, you know, giving some sad in the moment. And I was like, I don't care about Dominique right now. I want to hear yeah, more about this. Yeah, this interesting thing that's never happened before on the show. Um, but all in all, pretty solid episode. And I am excited to see what happens next week. Me Any predictions? Um, no, but I think Nick is going to shape up a little bit when it comes to Corinne because he he doesn't want to lose Vanessa. I agree. Or Raven. I mean, basically all the women that he actually likes. He actually likes likes, that are age appropriate for (laughs) him. That were actually picked for him and not for Luke. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I do think that he is totally keeping Corinne around primarily for um, narrative reasons. And he's trying to make this calculation of how long he can afford to do that. Before he loses the sympathy and this often of the happens, girls he likes. You know, like Sean Lowe, I think, was a really strong bachelor who, towards the end, had a really solid group of women. But he still kept Tierra there until oh, like Tierra. the final six or eight. They they often do, um, you know, whether it's because of production or they just like having fun th- and drama. I think that that Nick actually likes Corinne because she's. I think he's more interested in her than he is in a lot of the other women. Oh, I, I think he likes her, but he knows she's going to have to go. Yeah. Right. He but, knows she's not going to be the last. But he but one. he really enjoys her, I think. I think he would get rid of her whenever, though. Like, I think that he is very much thinking about the, the production value of his season. Like, and... And the question of the the people who have to go at some point, how much he enjoys their company, is secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I'm giving him too much or too little credit, depending on no, how you think of that. Machiavellian. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And on that note, I think <laughs> yeah. maybe to wrap up. So I think Corinne is going this week because she might make it one more. She's oh, I think she's, I think she'll she might make it another week. I think she's two. around longer. I, I, I think he'll almost send her home and then give her another chance. I think she's being I think she's threatening his image with the the good women too much, like the the angels in the house. So well, I think she's gonna have to we'll go. We'll see. Cause we still haven't seen that scene that they teased aired where she's like, I'm gonna have sex with Nick. 
and they're in the room together. And we saw that in the beginning of the season. That is true. So, she obviously we'll needs to go on a two-on-one. Like, oh, she's made <laughs> for a two-on-one. Two that could happen next yeah. week. Well, fingers crossed. Um, I'm so, so excited. yeah. All right. That's about we'll it. We'll see. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks. This was really fun. I know. I love it. Come <laughs> <laughs> back anytime. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. So now it's time for Feminism Fails. First, we have Corinne's whipped cream adventure. The only way she's sure she'll get a man's attention. We're going to give that one a three for just general lack of self-esteem. Another self-inflicted feminism fail from Corinne. When she's not the best dancer, she doesn't feel pretty or bubbly, which leaves her feeling not confident, and she cries in a bathroom. We're going to give that a three as well. Poor Corinne. She doesn't need to be the best or most feminine to be worthwhile or happy with herself. Yeah, we'd say this is a. these are some societal-based feminism fails. Yeah. And then... The women are forced to run toward a giant flimsy ring and then a hot tub with Nick as a prize. Blech. Gonna also give that one a three. Come on, Bachelor. The engagement ring is the true prize in this scenario, <laughs> I think, even though it appears to be made out of um, some sort of... Easily breakable plastic. Yeah. But when Alexis makes Nick make out with her on a picture of Nick, I feel like that that is not a failure in feminism. That is true power. Oh, no, no. That, that was <laughs> the reverse of a feminism fail. Um, finally, uh, when Corinne says that her nanny Raquel derives happiness from serving her, um, as most women do, I think we can yes, all agree. Um, we're going to give that a four. It really feeds into this idea that women find happiness through domestic service uh, toward others, which is something that we really just need to kill totally dead. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Jada Yuan, and our producer, Nick Offenberg. If you haven't yet, remember to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes to subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review. We're also on Facebook, so please like us. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emily Rose. Or you can send us an email at heretomakefriends at huffingtonpost.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today.
Cheers to a great day and this ice-cold Corona. You know what would make this day even better? My grandma's carne asada. Or your grandma here with us, making carne asada. She does love a cold Corona. Throw in some dancing. Oh, we can watch the game. I'll drink to that. So a backyard concert with football, food, dancing, and Corona? And your grandma. Or we could keep it simple. Simple is good. Want a Corona? Thanks. Salud to the perfect day. Corona, la vida más fina. Get your Corona at ordercorona.com. Relax responsibly. Corona extra beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.